The following podcast contains adult language. It is not an in-depth investigation. It is simply commentary and reaction to the facts as presented by OSHA and media outlets. If you are prone to taking offense... Bad shit happens to everyone. Just get over it. Welcome to Employee Number One, the Industrial Accident Podcast. I'm Scotty from Cleveland, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Sam Rothstein, but I prefer to go by Ace, and Jameson Topaz from the Res. Jameson Topaz from the Res. Wow. Jamie T. <laughs> Jamie T. Well, before we get started, uh, let's roll out with a panel discussion. Oh, hey. Speaking of rock and roll. What are you guys listening to lately? We weren't speaking of rock and roll. Are you are you off your meds again, sir? Meds? I'm not on birth control. The little blue pill? Who has money for that? <laughs> a lot of did, people. Did you know they found... So the little blue pill is supposed to make you get a heart on, right? Yeah. They found a pill that makes you limp. It's the red pill? No, it's just aspirin. You put it in your <laughs> shoe, and when you walk around, you limp. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, music, rock and roll. God, I love rock and roll. Kids, do you like the rock and roll? Of course. What are you listening to there, Ace, when you put in your fucking earbuds and drive down the road? Worms. I don't put my earbuds in while I'm driving. <laughs> oh. That's a bad practice. That is a bad practice. you got to be able to hear uh, fucking police sirens and choo-choo trains. Yeah. I've been listening to the Warren Zevon. Warren Zevon. God, didn't he die like in 1978? 2003. 2003. You're a September young kid. of tw- 2003. September 2003. Two weeks before Johnny Cash. If we were to talk about uh, Warren Zevon and what kind of good songs he had, what what are you listening to that just tickles your fancy? Lawyers, Guns, and Money. I was ambling in Havana. I took a little risk. Send Lawyers, Guns, and Money. Dad, get me out of this. Dad, get me out of this, indeed. What do you got there, Chief? I mean, uh, Jameson? Uh, Ace of Spades by Motorhead. With that creepy guy with the moles. <laughs> Leonard, <laughs> Leonard Killmonster? <laughs> no, what's his name? Lemmy Killmonster or whatever. Killmeister. Lemmy Killmister. Boy, that's a he, that's one ugly son of a bitch. Gargoyle He's face. dead too, right? Mm-hmm. I think it was the cancer growing on his face. <laughs> Christ, it's pretty sad when your neck swallows your fucking head. <laughs> with all the money he had... I wonder why he never got any of those moles removed. That guy was a premium candidate for plastic surgery. Oh, yeah. I, you know, a lot, like a lot of people, that uh, bucktooth guy from Queen, he didn't want to get his teeth fixed. It made him look like a goddamn old Hudson Hornet, because <laughs> he thought it would change his voice. But if you just got a bunch of fucking tits hanging off the front of your cheeks, get those cut off, you could still sing, right? It's true. I would have done that shit by myself. Razor blade and just... <laughs> well, no, what they say what you're supposed to do is make a little noose out of dental floss, and you just kind of... Cinch it. it up and pinch it off. Yeah. Huh. Isn't that what they did, like, amputate legs and shit back in the day? They didn't have dental floss back in the day. Well, I mean... They didn't brush their teeth back in the day. True. That's why George <laughs> Washington had uh, wooden fangs. Fair enough. Hey, God, plastic surgery. Who who was that country in Western puke that had uh, so much plastic surgery his beard wrapped around the back of his fucking head? Dolly Parton? 
Not Dolly Parton. She's had a lot of plastic surgery. You can't get her close to a campfire. She'll go right up. But I found a lesson on Facebook. You can't make fun of Dolly Parton. Apparently, she's a saint. She doesn't sound like a goat, so... Yeah, she sounds like a goat getting the horse fucked. (laughs) You're talking about Kenny Rogers is what you're talking about. Kenny Rogers! (laughs) Yeah, that's the guy. The chicken guy. It's the wood that makes it good, right? It's the wood that makes it good. God, I wish my last name was Wood so I could use that slogan. That's a good Seinfeld episode. That's an excellent Seinfeld episode. Kenny Rogers. But but he wasn't like a... He was a country guy, right? What songs did he have? Ruby? Don't take your love to town. You picked a fine time to leave me, loose wheel. And the gambler, I guess. Yeah. The gambler. Yeah. They sing that in one of the King of the Hill episodes. King of the Hill sings the gambler? Yeah. Hank Hill makes friends with another guy that's basically another Hank Hill. And they're like a music shop singing that. I was going to say it had to do with music because Hank Hill's a stand-up citizen. I can't imagine him gambling. No. Yeah. (laughs) That's why they're in a music shop singing it. Kenny Rogers and the Gambler. Have either of you guys ever gambled, like in a casino? No. On a cold winter's night, I went to Wendover, and I tried my hand at the slot machine and got my ass kicked. <laughs> Wendover. That's like white trash Las Vegas, right? Yep, and a lot shorter of a drive. Well, you know who did gamble in a casino? Who? Employee number one. <laughs> did his family win anything? That remains to be seen. OSHA report number. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> God, there's a lot of numbers. OSHA inspection number. 31396934. Las Vegas, Nevada. At approximately 8 a.m. on December 5th, 2009, employee number one was working at the. I can't say this out loud, but it's a theater in what's now a casino. During the course of the shift, the employee number one and his crew had been instructed to do touch-up of the seating that were damaged during the course of installation. After the shift had ended, employee number one and some of his crew members exited the theater via stage left. Exit stage left, even. Wow. In order to reach the stage left elevator. After reaching the elevator, employee number one remembered that he had left his jacket in the seating area of the theater. Employee number one was crossing from stage left to stage right when he fell through an opening in the stage. A stage lift, specifically stage lift C5, had been lowered 27 feet into the basement level, leaving a large opening on the stage. The C5 lift measured 75 feet long with a width of 80 feet. No guardrails or other methods of fall protection had been placed near the stage lift to prevent employees from accessing the area. After the accident, employee number one was assisted by other employees of the theater and hotel security first responders. He was then transported to a local medical center where he received medical treatment for his unspecified injuries and was hospitalized. So that's nice. I mean, it's not nice for him, but at least he didn't die, right? Yeah, but was not looking where he was going. Like, how do you just miss a giant fucking pit? Maybe the lights were off. Yeah. There's lights on your phone. Who walks around with the light on? Oh, everybody. Yeah. So this guy uh, loses his jacket and goes to get it and takes the escalator to hell. If he had a ja- if he had a jacket, he could just use it as a parachute. 
maybe he was wearing a parachute pants. But this didn't happen in 1983. There were penalties assessed to the employer. Would either of you kind gentlemen wish to guess what the penalties were? Ace. Ten grand. Ten thousand dollars, says uh, Rothstein. What do you got there? Uh, Toby. 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 <laughs> Topaz. Topaz. I'm going to shoot for five grand. Five thousand dollars. There were two violations cited. Uh, there was a serious penalty initially cited in the amount of $2,100 and a, another penalty called other. I don't know why, but it just says other. Normally that's hmm. where they put in, did you pay for the squirt and piss for your extra paint protection and all that shit. But the initial penalty, $2,400, and it was not reduced. The current penalty stands at $2,400. Fine to the employer for this guy falling through a hole in the goddamn stage. I figured, it would, have been, I figured it would have been higher because of all the insurance rates and stuff. Because, I mean, you it's Vegas. So. Yeah, because Las Vegas is basically California. Yeah, he must have been wearing a jock strap and a had a coffee filter in his ass, or the fines would have been triple. Yeah. Let the record show, for the previous incident, I neglected to read the report ID number and read some other number. Because we're professionals, I'm not going to correct it. Report ID 0213900. Atlantic City... Atlantic City... Twice. (laughs) That's strike two, motherfuckers. Atlantic City, New Jersey. At approximately 3.45 p.m. on September 15, 2011, employee number one, employee number two, and one, two, three, four, five co-workers were pouring concrete on the fifth floor roof of the something casino. Employee number one and employee number two were guiding and emptying the concrete hopper as it began to rain. The employees then heard one or two strikes of lightning in the distance and agreed to head inside. They heard the lightning? That's what it says. These are OSHA reports. This is your governmental work. Fuck. Yeah, they heard lightning. Oh, they heard one or two strikes of lightning. But, I mean, you can't really hear that, can you? Unless well, it's like you can hear a strike. Close. Like if uh, Rocky Balboa strikes a side of beef, you can hear it? I guess. We have to be pretty okay. close. All right. Before the employees could start packing up, another strike hit killing employee number one and injuring employee number two. It is believed that employee number one and employee number two both had their hands on the metallic hopper when lightning struck either the crane or the bucket. After two full crane inspections, one by the operator on site and one by the crane rental company, no signs of lightning strike nor other damage were found on the tower crane. However, the autopsy determined that the official cause of death for employee number one was lightning strike. And God said on the tenth day, there shalt not be gambling. Good grief. Okay. There was a penalty assessed. Um, Dr. Topaz, Ph.D., what do you think the employer was liable for in the death of employee number one and injury of employee number two? It was an act of God. There ain't no accounting for no act of God. <laughs> I think there was probably a thousand dollars. One thousand dollars. I'll double into two thousand. 
$2,000. Mr. Rothstein is locked in. The initial and... Ooh! The initial penalty, $3,000 to the employer. The current penalty? <whistles> Zilch. Act, Act of God. Act, Act of God. God. The Lord wills it. The Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. Now, thus far in our fine esteem program, we've had two casino incidents. One took place in Las Vegas. I believe the other one is it, the other one occurred in Atlantic Jersey. I believe the other one occurred in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Where else in this fine country is gambling legalized, kids? On any old reservation. There you go. Dr. Topaz has got it all figured out. The addiction My specialist. specialty <laughs> finally came in handy on this podcast episode. Report ID 1032500. This is a real peach. Wow. Okay. The last one was an act of God. This must be the act of devil. This happened in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Hmm. At a casino resort and hotel that we will not name. Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Casino resort and hotel. Employees number one and number two. Casino employees were preparing for a fireworks display. They were inside a metal shipping container that was used for the storage of miscellaneous materials, including propane tanks and fireworks. Oh, God. That's got to be breaking some OSHA rule. A fire occurred in the container, and both employees were killed. Incinerated, really. Was it like that one Star Wars movie, how they shoot the blaster and just bounces around inside the thing? (laughs) God, blaster ping pong. Current and initial penalty are the same. Who would like to guess first? Well, they store two very flammable things close to each other in the same container, which I don't think you're supposed to do that. I think that they're supposed to be in open areas where there's plenty of ventilation, at least propane gets the gas. So I'm going to go $10,000. $10,000. And to you, kind sir. I'd like to say that there isn't a fine because, you know... Kind of dumbassery going on there, but uh, since it was just so goddamn horrific, I think they probably put some, probably like a graceful 5Gs. $5,000. Initial and current penalty assessed to the employer who let them put fireworks and propane in a metal storage container. $6,300. God, I'm off my game tonight. I've just got to wonder, I mean, normally we would discuss or we would put a dollar price on a funeral, but 6300 divided well, I mean, by two people that were already blown to smithereens. Like I say, it They is, already did the, the uh, yeah, cremation. Yeah, the cremation. Yeah. They just got to get a little fucking dustpan and a can of coffee and just... Dyson, the only vacuum that doesn't lose suction. Report ID, 0953... Double two zero. Back to Sin City for this one, ladies and gentlemen. November 26, 2007. Employee number one, a laborer, and his foreman were breaking up and removing a temporary concrete strip on the entry ramp leading to the bus and limo drop-off point at a something-something hotel and casino phase two construction site. The foreman was operating a rough terrain forklift and was popping up the concrete strip with the vehicle's tires. Employee number one retrieved a pry bar and was standing in front of the forklift when the concrete strip suddenly lifted and broke apart. 
One of two pieces flew up and struck employee number one on the right side of his head. He was transported to a nearby hospital where he died the following evening. People don't realize that concrete isn't as strong as you think. I mean, there's a reason they shove rebar in it everywhere. Stronger than your head. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, they think they could get away with doing all that stupid shit. But, I mean, sometimes you look at it too hard and it falls apart. <laughs> you know? There was an initial penalty assessed, and the initial penalty was reduced. Does anybody want to guess what the initial penalty was for a guy flipping concrete with a goddamn forklift like he's making flapjacks at IHOP? Uh, a six grand. Six thousand dollars. Initial initial penalty. Yeah. All right. Considering he didn't get the Phineas Gage treatment on that one, (laughs) I'm going to say he probably cost him, I'm going to go with 20 grand. Wow. $20,000 for a head injury that did not just change his personality, it changed his lifestyle to fucking dead. (laughs) (laughs) The initial penalty, $6,300. It was reduced to $3,780. So I have to. Well, shit. I was off. I was right, kind of right. Yeah. For once. Yep. All I gotta say is I'm glad we're not gambling during this, because I'd be out of money. Well, if you're going to be flipping concrete, you may find out eventually you flip your shoes. Ooh, boy. I got a story here about people that didn't know when to hold them, but they certainly knew when to fold them. Uh Uh-oh. Report ID 02139-00. Oh, my God. This is a tough one. I'm kind of worried. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine... Nine companies involved in this one. Oh, it's going to be a big one then. Let's see what we got. The final tally. 27 employees involved. This is going to be a Jim Dandy. Quadruple dollars. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think we're in the seven digits this time. Now, this is, as as I've built it up, this is a very important closing story. For this very special episode. I'm going to take a guess it's going to be the dumbest goddamn thing we've ever heard of. Well, there's so many companies involved and so many employees involved. This is a long story. Get into it then. Okay. Las Vegas, Nevada. October 10th, 2003. Employees were building a new five-level parking garage at a casino. While, While building... The five floors collapsed, killing four employees and injuring 13 others. The injured were taken to a local hospital to treat fractures, cuts, and lacerations. The dead were put in envelopes and mailed home. That's the end of the story. (laughs) Wait, so this is only like a couple months after 9-11, right? Well, it's 2003. I mean, it's a a couple years after 9-11. It was a domestic event as well. <laughs> yeah, it was domestic. Well, we don't think it was terrorism, though. Whew. The cost for this project was rated between $1 to $5 million. It was supposed to be 20 stories high. Jesus Christ. This appears to be an open case. There's no record of any fines being assessed at this point. This long? Damn. This long. It's your government dollars at work. Nine years later. Wait a minute, nine years later? 
<laughs> what, are we, what timeline are we on again? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess, was it 2003 or 2013? Yeah. Jesus Christ, I gotta quit drinking. So 19 years later. 2003. 19 years later. 19 years later. What? The wheels of justice turn slowly. Damn. So that thing's just, that collapse happened around the time I was born. Yep. Nine years later. <laughs> okay, that about wraps it up. What did we learn tonight, kids? I, I learned I'm horrible at math. God hates gambling. God That's hates really. gambling. It's a sin. Ace Rothstein is horrible at math, and the producer of this program still doesn't know how to fix the fucking audio. Oh, fuck. Any final thoughts, gentlemen? All I know is we're not making any fucking money through this podcast, or we're making more money than all these fucking people in the casinos are. So we're ahead a little bit. Made more money than the families of the twenty-seven people that got obliterated <laughs> on the last job. Yeah, no shit. That's pretty bad if you get crushed so flat that they can write your obituary on you. <laughs> they were mailed home, as you said. <laughs> and there's plenty of red ink around them too. Oh dear heavens! I don't know why you had to go there. Thank you for joining us here at Employee Number One, the Industrial Accident Podcast. My name has been Scotty from Cleveland, and I've been joined by my excellent co-hosts, Sam Rothstein, but I go by Ace, and your good old boy, James and Topaz. Sam, James, thank you so much. Ah!